It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, it is a Tuesday edition, April 7th and a Wednesday, April 8th of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast a Network, your team every day. Matt Derry with you coming up on the program today. The great Dennis Fithian speaks for the first time since being let go and laid off by 97 won the ticket uh, last week. A lot of uh, cuts and layoffs and furloughs over at Intercom Radio and really all over the radio business. But Dennis is a guy I worked with. Uh, when I arrived at uh, 97, won the ticket back in 2009, all the way through uh, 2013. A terrific guy, uh, night night host, weekends. You heard him all over the place. Uh, did the Pistons post games for me and uh, with me. Did Lions uh, pre and post game for many many years. Dennis will join us coming up momentarily here on Lockdown Lions. Will be great to hear uh, Dennis's voice. Also on the program today, the Lions avoid something that they wanted no part of, and a wild trade rumor at 12up.com about teams pursuing the Lions pick at number three. All of that today right here on LO Lions. Thank you for listening. Joining us on Twitter, we are at Lockdown Lions, at Dairy Speaks. Also, join the conversation, the comments at the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page as well. All right, so before we get to Dennis, two things. Number one, it was announced today, or there's a reports out there today, that the NFL, they're going to go with the Rams and the Chargers if teams get back to training camps, if we get back to football uh, with the pandemic going on right now and, and what's really happened in our country, um, that the Rams and Chargers will be the co-teams featured on HBO's Hard Knocks. So kind of a, a, a split between the Rams and Chargers, an L.A. version of Hard Knocks. This means that your Detroit Lions, who again were eligible to be a part of it, Uh, would avoid having to be on hard knocks once again. And if you know anything about the Lions, and and, and really, you know, from Bob Quinn to Matt Patricia to to Matt Patricia having his own PR guy and everything else, the Lions have want no part of something like that. 
They don't want to be featured. They don't want cameras. They don't want microphones. They want none of it. The Lions will do the bare minimum when it comes to media and exposure. Uh, they're you know built, obviously, from that Patriot cloth. And so hard knocks and avoiding hard knocks, once again, I think is a victory for the Lions, but maybe not for the fans. I mean, I would have loved to have seen, you know, uh, Patricia and Quinn and everybody behind the scenes in Allen Park at 222 Rodwood Drive, uh, you know, be on camera and, and be featured on that show. It's a terrific television show. Remember, we remember a couple of years ago with the Browns, last year with the Raiders, with the, the AB stuff and uh, Mike Mayock and Gruden. It was fun to watch. But it appears that it's going to be the Rams and the Chargers. All right, number two, and this is this is insanity. But at twelveup.com today, and this is just a sports you know blog website type of thing. They talk about a writer by the name of Michael Luciano writes about two teams that could be interested in moving up at number three and making a trade with the Lions. This Saints Lions blockbuster draft day trade involving Alvin Kamara. Could land New Orleans to a Tonga Vailoa. <laughs> so, according to this story, this is just, again, this is a rumor. The Saints would move up because they're looking for Tua to eventually replace Drew Brees, who's on what, a two year, $50 million deal now? Um, New Orleans would trade the number 24 overall pick, which is what they own in the first round, a third round pick this year. And their first-round pick next year in 2021 to the Lions at number three, along with Alvin Kamara, just for the number three overall pick. The Luciano writes, quote, In order to entice Detroit to give up pick number three, New Orleans would need to surrender running back Alvin Kamara. By giving up Kamara, whom Detroit could sign to a new extension, the Saints could get rid of a potentially sticky financial situation that minimizes the amount of draft capital they would have to part with. Lions would also require pick number 24, third-round pick this year in New Orleans, first-round pick next year. So the Lions would have Alvin Kamara and Karrion Johnson. Well, Karrion Johnson's never healthy. Um, uh, I guess you could draft a corner at 24. Is that something you – you know, last year Alvin Kamara's numbers went way down. Still an explosive player. Um, All of this to get to – I just don't see the Saints doing that. They're giving up their first-round pick this year and next year. Obviously, they'll get a a pick uh, at number three. And they're giving up arguably their best. Well, he's not their best weapon. Michael Thomas is. But their second-best weapon. Would you do this if you were the Detroit Lions? You'd have Kamara. But, again, you'd still have that defense. And you, you wouldn't have Okuda. You wouldn't have Chase Young. I mean, you'd be settling for the number 24 pick and an extra third-rounder. But you'd have yourself an explosive running back. I don't think the Lions would do that. Because what are you going to do with Carrion Johnson, who you spent pretty high draft capital on just a couple of years ago? Now, adding on to this story, the Boston Globe says the Patriots could possibly trade up with the Lions to get Tua, but doesn't go into detail on what that trade would look like. This is from 24-7 Sports. (laughs) So the Patriots and the Saints. It is is stupid season right now. But the Lions, we know this. And we'll ask this, and we'll talk about it with Dennis. Would, would, Would they be willing to help Belichick get his man to get the replacement for Tom Brady? 
Could you imagine if Tua becomes like the next Tom Brady up in up in the uh, Boston, greater Boston area? And it was all the Lions doing in order to make that happen. Uh, I don't see that happening either. When we come back, Dennis Fithian speaks. Formerly of 97 won the ticket. We'll talk to him next. You're listening to Lockdown Lions. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, here we go. Let's bring him in as promised, a voice that uh, many of you have been listening to for a very long time, whether it was a TKA or at 97 won the ticket for a very long time. Unfortunately, uh, Dennis is no longer at the station, but he gets, gives us an opportunity to uh, chat right here on Locked On Lions. It's Dennis Fithian. What's up, buddy? Hey, Dee. great to be with you. It's been a long time, my friend. I know we, we reconnected, unfortunately, under some pretty uh, lousy circumstances the other day, but you and I have always been in contact, and... What's the last uh, few days been like for you? Well, it was a rough couple first days, but uh, you know what? A lot of people reached out, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, all that stuff was very touching. So I wanted to thank everybody for that. And the plan is to broadcast again. So I'm feeling pretty good over these last couple of days, actually. You know, it's funny. People that, that don't know you, Dennis, uh, like I do, uh, you know, you got married pretty recently. Has it been 10 years, by the way? No, it'll be seven. Seven? On June 22nd, yeah. So uh, you and Marianne have gone through a lot, and, and, and her daughter, pretty much your daughter, you know, has had all, all sorts of health issues. And, you know, you're going into the radio station. You're, you've are you been quarantined, what, 14? We're, we're getting close to the 14-day mark. So when it rains, it pours for you, huh, buddy? Well, I mean, that's the thing. I know everybody with what's going on with the pandemic has uh, their concerns. But, yeah, we have somebody in the, in the house here with an underlying health issues so when i was going out in the world when i was coming back home i had to move to a spare room and i am quarantined in this room now i can go outside but if i'm going to any other part of the house i have to wear a mask but once i get two weeks clear and that'll be coming up this sunday which is easter i will be able to go over and and give everybody a hug and i'm looking forward to that dennis fithian with me um you had a lot of great memories and a lot of good time, good times at 97.1, and I guess this is just the, the way the business is going right now with, with Entercom, both in Detroit and nationally, uh, having to make cuts, and unfortunately, uh, you were on that list. How, how are you feeling now uh, about your time there? Well, I liked it. You know, it was, uh, was kind of like as the, the sports teams went, kind of how I feel about it. You know, I started in 2006, and the Tigers went to the World Series, and that was awesome. A couple of years later, you know, the Wings go to back-to-back Stanley Cup Finals in 08 and 09. That was uh, terrific. And uh, I love going to Lions games while that lasted for about, you know, nine years doing that, that post-game there. And so while, you know, the teams were doing pretty good, it's a lot of fun to broadcast. The last, you know, couple of years here, and we knew it was going to be a downturn for the teams, 
and it's going to be cyclical and everything else, uh, you know, not as much fun, not as much fun uh, when you're sitting there and, you know, people just don't like, they just don't have the passion. They have it, but when you don't have a good team, it's really hard. People just, uh, you know, they get tired of calling in and, and you, you, you can only complain so much, you know, you think you could complain all the time, but you know, people just ran out of things even to complain about. So I don't know the, the last couple of years, the way it's gone here, uh, we just need these teams. So one of these teams to, to jump up and I thought it was going to be, you know, over the last two years, man, we were really counting on the lions here and they still, you know, could be that team and, and what that would mean. That would be awesome. But, uh, you know, they, they, they got to run with it here. You know, that question that comes up you know, every time people ask, which one of these four teams? And, you know, I picked the wings, but the, uh, you know, the Lions still have that opportunity, and it would be nice if they grabbed it. No, no question about it. I, I will say this, Dennis. I mean, I know, and I was on with Dan Leach last night on his infamous uh, Task Force YouTube show with with him, him with Dan and, and Dave Rieger. We had a lot of fun, and we gave you a little bit of a – a shout out, but I know, I know how much you liked working with Dan and I'm sure you'll miss that. Oh yeah. You know what? He's constant energy and he comes in and nothing's off limits, man. You, you get in game plan a little bit with him and say, Dan, here's the 10 things I want to talk about. And he's like, let's do it. You know, so <laughs> uh, I like that enthusiasm and uh, you know, he's a great guy. He really is, man. All right, Lions. Uh, let's get to it, Dennis. You know, like I said, you did those post games for so many years when there was on the network then you were doing the shows uh, with Jeff and and, and Leach and, and and everybody else, um, you know, even on the air during games uh, lately on the ticket once the, t- uh, the team left for for WJR. But w- when you look at where they are right now, I mean, is it just a lock in your mind that come two weeks from Thursday, Jeff Okuda will be a Lion? Well, I think that that's what they're going to do. But I'll be disappointed if they stay at three and take Okuda all along. I felt like that. And it is. I mean, it's probably 98% right now that that's who the Lions are going to pick. But And that's not what I would have done. I think that's what they're going to do. But I think they have to move down to, to five or six. And they have to pick up another selection there. Uh, if they do that, and this is their guy, if they come away with the, either the Chargers or the Dolphins' early second-round pick and they have Okuda, you know, I'll feel a lot better about that. If they sit there at three and they and they turn the card in and it's going to be Okuda, it's going to be more like, yay. Now, if they move down a little bit, like, all right. You know, so, you know, that's, that's kind of where it goes with me right now if they stay there at three. I think the only – uh, um, previous to Monday, when Tua put out his latest video and and said that he wasn't going to have a, a pro day and wasn't going to be able to run, uh, you had to be a little bit crestfallen if you're a Lions fan and you were a Tua truther, like I am and was, but it was always predicated on him running and being able to go through the full complement of a workout, not a one-minute you know hype video with guys piping in talking about, hey, here's Tua, so... There was only two players that I would have taken at three. One is young, falls right in their lap. That's an easy, uh, anybody could turn that card in. And the other one would have been Tua until Monday when we learned that he's not going to have his pro day. It's so weird because obviously with the coronavirus and COVID-19 and everything that we're going through and quarantines and, and, and sheltering in place, you just, I think that in a weird way, and maybe you could tell me if I'm wrong, Dennis, it hurts the Lions because, you know, Rumor Central isn't exactly buzzing like it usually does. And you're right, teams aren't getting those workouts. Teams aren't getting those opportunities to fly guys in. And, yes, they are doing the 
you know, the, the FaceTimes and, and the Zoom chats with these guys, but there's not that. I'd be surprised if in the next couple of days we heard anything about the Lions and Tua, which I'd almost hope we would, Dennis, because that would drive the price up, like you said. Yeah, I think the, the whole thing with not being able to work out, it's affecting every team, but it's affecting one guy the most, and it's Tua, which uh, in turn affects the Lions, who hold the keys to the draft and are sitting there at three. So, yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is and we can sit around talking about medicals and what it all means and being able to see guys and get their hands on them, but Tua's the one. I mean, Tua could – tell you, he was supposed to April 9th, went, so we're talking about in two days he was going to have this workout, and if he went out there – and he went through a half hour of throwing the seven-step drops, all these different shuffles that we've seen just a little bit in these pre-made uh, videos that he's put out in these consecutive Mondays. If he went out there and did all of that, he was spinning it, running around, and then he did some cone drills and he ran 40s, and he went through the complete complement. And then I think that there would be a lot of teams that were like, all right, that's what they were waiting for. You had to have that. And when you don't have that now – that value drops. So I, I don't think there's going to be teams calling. Like, I thought that as soon as the Lions, I mean, we all know it's going to go Burrow, it's going to go Chase Young. And then, all right, Matt, the phone's going to ring immediately when the Lions are on the clock, and it's going to be the Dolphins. And the Dolphins are going to say, hey, we want the pick. We'll give you our fifth, and we'll give you that second-round pick that we have. And Bob Quinn's got to decide, well, am I going to take this? And if they're Dolphins, you're going to say, we're, we're, we'll be on the phone for one minute. And if you don't take it, we're just going to sit there and, you know, he's got to text the Chargers with another phone and say, hey, can you sweeten this pot? But I think right now, if you're the Dolphins, now somebody might, Herbert could be the guy. There could be a team that would want to move up and still, right. and the Chargers could be the Dolphins. They still could get that second round pick. So it's not all a total loss. But when you had two guys there, it, it hurts the Lions. I mean, that what there, there's being able to play teams against each other, being able to uh, maybe even get another first-round pick. I mean, to me, that's out the window now. Dennis Fithian with me. When we come back, uh, I want to ask him about some other needs in rounds two through seven on Locked On Lions. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. I'm Matt Derry with Dennis Fithian, the free agent, a radio host, a longtime host at uh, 97 Won the Ticket. We thank Dennis for uh, joining me today uh, on the program. All right, Dennis, when you look at other needs, we talked about probably Okuda at three and, and whatever else. And I know there's, there was talk on your shows and, and everybody else about, you know, Derek Brown or Isaiah Simmons. And I, obviously, we, I think you and I agree we don't see that. But you get to round two, uh, high at round two at 35 for the Lions. If they get Okuda in the first round, what do you expect him to do with the second pick? Well, I think a lot of it depends, and this was always uh, the feeling, like if they were able to get the, the Dolphins or the Chargers second-round pick there, then I think you're starting to talk about those running backs there. It's really where they look like they um, you know, slot in there. Uh, however you rank them yourself, now I think Jonathan Taylor and J.K. Dobbins, then I go DeAndre Swift, 
Then I'm looking at Edwards, Alaire, and uh, then I like Cam Akers. I mean, those are five guys. I think two of those, Taylor and, and Dobbins, are going to go in the first round. But it's not a sure thing. And if you have that that third pick in the second round, and you're sitting there, and you just let this draft come to you. And the Lions, uh, let's say Dobbins is on the board. It's not crazy. They could pick him there. Then they could come back, defensive tackle or guard. So it, it's. It really seems like a luxury, and it's something that you're really looking forward to if you're a Lions fan, if you can get those uh, that extra second-round pick there. If not, uh, do they go running back there? A guard and defensive tackle, you, you can just sit there, and a lot of times there can be mystery and everything else. But, I, you know, I could just look at this depth chart, and once you go corner, you've got a glaring need at guard, you got glaring need at defensive tackle, and then, and then, it, and then it's running back after that. So... Uh, if, depending on whether they're going to have an extra pick there or not, I think um, it's going to be one of those three positions, guard, defensive tackle, or running back. I also think edge. Uh, you know, I think Jamie Collins, I know I think they maybe have him in that Devon Kennard role, and maybe that's what they're thinking. Obviously, they don't do much talking with the media to tell us anything, but uh, they also need another uh, They need another pass rusher, in my opinion. Well, they do. I mean, we sit around talking about that scheme all day long and, and who looks there and, and who fits in. But, you know, I think they, uh, you know, there's a couple guys, if, if they go that direction later on, I think not early in the second round, but two guys locally. And uh, then I would throw another one in that I've seen some of the teams play. I mean, Kenny Willekes, and I'm not talking about in the second round, but, you know, Kenny Willekes uh, overachieved at Michigan State, coming in as a walk-on. And then Josh Uche, if you're the Lions, if the number one need is to – from an edge guy that comes in on pass rushing downs to get to the quarterback. That's uh, Uche's uh, special. I would look for him later on. And then, you know, watching Michigan play Notre Dame, Julian Aquara, uh, I like him yeah. as well. These are guys that are, are later on. Uh, it's always when a team plays a 3-4 a and, you know, trying to figure out, you know, what, what they really are, are trying to do there and, and what's the position that they want. I, uh, it, it's it's hard to you know try to look <laughs> see some of those defensive ends. It's so hard because they play a three eight basically. I mean they just I mean Dennis, how many calls did you have to take throughout throughout the last year? Just you know why don't they rush more? Why don't they blitz? I mean it, it was it was nonstop. And, and I would hope and I know that's the system and I know it worked in the past up in Boston and in New England. But I, I would hope that 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 when we get to football and we get back to this stuff that. This three eight BS goes out the window, and they actually send some people once in a while. Well, you know, to that point, I wouldn't get my hopes up on that. If it's coming down where you make it all the way to be a head coach, and now it's push come to shove time, and you sit down, sure, you got to adjust, and you're looking at your tape. But my guess is, if uh, you know, you you have to come up big, whether they have to, you know, contend or actually make the playoffs or hit ten wins or anything else, but. If I really believe in this system, and this is my going to be my last chance as a head coach, am I going to do what I've always believed, or am I going to say, you know what, I'm going to scrap it and try something else? I think he's going to do the first. So, and and I, I think that Patricia and his staff and Bob Quinn and everybody, they were close in those games, and they feel like they got robbed. They did against Green Bay. That's not an excuse. They right. did. No, they did. That. That's yep. a big thing for them. They also. Uh, it, it got screwed against the Chiefs with that 99-yard flip and everything else. Uh, again, uh, we know the circumstances the week before with the you know the Saints getting screwed, so they didn't blow the whistle. But it, so it was a it was a lousy circumstance for the Lions. You got to overcome that. But I think they they think that they were 
going to win both of those games if it wasn't for two, un, you know, pretty much unprecedented, unless you're the Lions, you know, crazy calls against them. And then the injuries hit after that. So I, I don't think, I know that's a long answer, but I think that Patricia still believes in his scheme. All right, final thing, Dennis. Uh, you didn't really get a chance to say goodbye to your audience. A lot of them listen to the podcast here. Um, you know, you, you've always been such a uh, a positive guy, a guy, I mean, I think I said this last night on, on, on Leach's show on YouTube. You got stuck with some really shitty shifts, and uh, <laughs> they threw you around different places sometimes. But uh, anything you want to say to the fans? Are you angry? Are you okay? How you, people want to know. Well, I had a lot of emotions right off the bat. But, you know, a lot of this, I think, was, um, you know, I saw it coming. I mean, the writing was pretty much there on the wall. As far as working all those bad shifts, is one thing that I'm looking at now is I sat there, and I, I've had an awful lot of time there to, to fill and talk and, and work at it. And I really felt like that I got better over the years there and that even though, you know, here I am at 130, you know, breaking down, talking about some lions and things that, you know, I continue to improve. I felt that. So uh, as far as saying bye to everybody, I, I think that I'm not going to say goodbye for too long. I'm going to continue on. I'm going to broadcast again. So people that are out there – enjoyed um you know me just talking sports and talking with them i'm gonna do it again so i'm looking forward to that so more than you know goodbye just to pause for a minute and the big thing is from everybody when i got laid off there i looked at all the people that were messaging me and half of them were in the same boat you know people were scared about this uh pandemic people are laid off and for all of that you know uh, i feel like maybe i can help them along too and, you know, from that part with this unity that I do feel, I can see it and uh, I can feel it just reading the messages and everything else from people that, uh, you know, come out and, you know, just be better and stronger. And I, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to keep doing it. Damn right you are. Uh, well said, Dennis. Uh, you know how I feel about you, buddy. Great to uh, catch up, hear your voice again. And uh, you ever need anything, you, uh, you got my number, brother, and uh, appreciate the time. Hey, Dees, uh, I appreciate it, too. And I'll tell you, if I, if I get one more minute to say something about the draft? Please. There were there were two things that I was reading today about the possibility of the, paint, uh, the Patriots and the Saints moving up. And both of them, I don't think, have any uh, credence. I can't see either of the teams <laughs> doing it. But, yeah. you know, when you do look at their needs, you know, corner and running back being one of them, the, the, the rumor about Kamara and the Saints moving up and giving the Lions Kamara, I don't – I can't believe that the Saints would do that. But you know what? Uh, man, uh, get that phone ringing. Be ready for that. And I couldn't see. I know the, the Lions deal with the Patriots so much. But dealing number three to Bill Belichick, the, you know, the greatest GM and coach, uh, would just seem preposterous you know, to be able to pull the trigger on that. But if you're getting Steph Gilmore, which was you know some of the talk there and you know, Nikhil Harry or something like that. Man, it, it's fun to think about, but could you imagine trying to pull the trigger? Like, okay, here's the future. Here's number three. Here's what Bill's offering up. Uh, it's going to be fun, the draft coming it, up here. It, it is. That's for sure. But it is crazy season. That is that is for sure. Oh, yeah, that was a little crazy. That was that, that stuff's <laughs> crazy. That stuff's crazy. And the Lions won't be on hard knocks. Again, they, they avoid this. This is like uh, the greatest dodging move maneuver of all time for Patricia. He... he <laughs> He and uh, he and Quinn are good at that. 
Great to hear your voice. Thanks again. Hey, anytime, Matt. Take care. There he is, Dennis Fithian, uh, with us. Uh, X of 97 won the ticket. He will be back. It's great to hear his voice. We'll get him on again very shortly, uh, maybe probably after the draft, who would discuss what the Lions did. That's the Tuesday edition of Locked on Lions. Uh, and we'll be back again tomorrow. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked on NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.